Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This is Ken and Curtis on WEEI. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. We can almost never file this allegation at a quarterback. Mac Jones is dirty. He's a dirty player. And we talked about this last year because of how he slides sometimes when he knows he's not going to get hit because the quarterback can give up his body the way he goes spikes high trying to get people on the knees. We've noticed this. But during the game, a game, admittedly, not a lot of people were watching because it was Patriots-Jets, but football games, a lot of people watch. There are a lot of cameras. There are a lot of videos. He thought it was a good idea as a quarterback to hit Sauce Gardner in the junk. How could he take that voice inflection serious? Oh, God. Kent and Curtis here on EEI. Patriots on the field tomorrow against Dallas. Good game, not the premier game, Curtis. You brought up Dolphins-Bills. That's the biggest one of the weekend. That is fascinating. In back-to-back days where you have the early game as the premier game, today you got USC-Colorado. Yeah. Noon kick. So that's 10 a.m. in Boulder. That is bizarre. Very odd. And then you have the uh, 1 o'clock Dolphins-Bills, the the game to get you ready for patriots Cowboys. Have you been to Irving, Texas, to that uh, Jerry Jones uh, Yeah, I was there for the Super Bowl, the one that Aaron Rodgers won uh, against the Steelers. It was an ice storm week. Oh, that's right. Um, disaster with like tickets and everything that week. Um, terrible week. Worst Super Bowl week you could possibly imagine. Just you know, everything I, frozen out, nothing going on. I, it's like uh, I've traveled a lot, and I'm happy I did it. I don't need to do it again. Um, I The Super Bowls, I'm grateful for the four I was able to cover. Mm-hmm. The Patriots being mediocre is not great for business, but not having to go spend a week. Those weeks, by the time you hit Friday. Oh, it's exhausting. Oh, my God. I just like, and then I, it's like when you go, by the time you're done in Italy for a week, you don't want Italian food for like a month because it's all you eat. When I got home from the Super Bowl, it's like, I don't want to watch anything until kickoff because <laughs> all you've had the whole week is every Tom, Dick, and Harry telling you, well, you got to get the over battle on this one, Bill. Three weeks in, I mean, who's your? have you changed your Super Bowl outlook? Uh, no. Chiefs are going to be in the Super Bowl. They'll get it together? I mean, they're 2-1. They're not like they're they have a, And their like schedule their opens up, but they have the, the Bears. Or yeah, no, the Jets. The Jets. Yeah, they just yeah. had the Bears. Uh, Chiefs in the AFC, and uh, I like Chiefs-Eagles rematch, maybe. Dolphins 3-0, and looking unbelievable. Got to admit that. Better, better than I thought. And that is hard. Like, you, you can see the juxtaposition of that offense, which is the best in football right now. Would you? I mean, unless you put Mahomes up there, I guess. But better weapons for sure. And the Patriots offense, which is not dreadful. I mean, Mac technically is top 10 in passing yards, so they've put up some stats.
but your eyeball test shows that they've got a long way to go. Well, but it doesn't have to be like that. I I think if they have Jacoby Myers, they're two and one. Probably. I guess the hope is that Juju figures it out. That's the only thing you can clutch and hope. Like Curran was saying on Jones and Mega this week, breakout game coming, like half tongue in cheek. But he could, I guess you could paint a picture. He's still trying to figure out his place in this offense with Bill O'Brien. But that leads to your point. If you had kept Jacoby Myers, you would have been rolling from week one. I mean, Jacoby Myers cost you a lunch from me. So, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't like it. He should have been here. But Why? It's it's got to be that has to be personal. So it's it personal with Mac, right? With Bill and Mac. Well, who was Jacoby Myers? Yeah, but then he kept Bourne, who who was total team Mac. So that kind of doesn't make sense. But, but I mean, I guess he didn't his have a number chance one to security target, security yeah. blanket. Yeah, Jacoby. But Bourne was his biggest defender, like publicly. Okay, you're changing the subject. Okay. Yes, he liked Jacoby Myers on so, the field. Yes. Right. So when, if you're Mac, wouldn't you view that as personal? He certainly could. I, I wouldn't put. They that also past didn't them. get his favorite target born on the field because of Belichick's buddies putting him in the doghouse. Well, that was last year. Yeah, last year was such a mess. I hate even going back to last year. No, but that's what I'm saying is that it, I, I'm not what what I believe and what exists are two different things. <clears throat> yep. I I don't think Mac is a dirty player because of what happened against the Jets. I think Mac is a uh, got a little Dover in him and a little. He, and he doesn't like. When his way is not the way of the of the uh, right. outcome, like you, tennis brats, right? You play tennis. Are you a brat? Mm-hmm. Um, but the uh, but I I think what 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 we are separating on is what the climate is, and what the organizational reaction has been. Right. And we're not going to see eye to eye. You don't think that this was a national talking point? I don't know how you believe that, but that's fine. I I disagree. That's not what I said. I think it was a national talking point. I don't think they were being attacked for it. I think it was a discussion. They, it wasn't as, they. It was a person who was being attacked. Right. I don't think he was being attacked. It was being <laughs> debated as to whether he was a dirty okay, player. Okay, can we play the person who okay. says he's not dirty nationally? I'm serious. If it's a debate, there's got to be people who said it. Yeah, there's a lot of boring mundane sound bites. You want to go to the sensationalistic Stephen A. Smith cuts, it's fine. Ken, you produced a morning show for six years. Okay, the same people let's we just would call use, it out as is. So you think we created fake narratives? In this case, I think you're playing the three or four talking heads that want to make this more than I'm it is. I'm asking you to play a single one defending him, a national talking head. We didn't head. clip those because they're not okay, exciting. Okay, well, we have time during breaks. You could easily find them. Joe could find them. I mean, honestly, I, I, I'll go find those. I, I didn't hear any. We would have played them in the morning. Believe me. Yeah. You would have played a, a defensive Mac or yeah. a, a guy saying, I don't know. Oh, if you know, know. It looks kind of, in fact, you had McCordy on. Very, very vanilla, very bland. He it was, was like, not eh. planned. Well, want me to tell you the, the pullout quote from Devin, the, Devin's yes. interview with us? Yes. It does not go on the side that you think it is. I heard the interview. I know it does. Mac Jones has to stop putting himself in situations that make him look dirty. Devin McCourty, the Greg Whoa, Hill Show. Oh, what an attack. My God, it's, is that vicious. Okay, you Devin. Just said, you just said that there's been... Calm def- down. Jeez, wow. That is a flamethrower to is Mac Jones. Is that a defense? It's certainly not an attack. Okay, this is for the 15th time I've given you ample people attacking him. Who defended him? That's basically neutral, what you just gave. Okay. I can't argue with someone who's intentionally stupid. Okay. I don't know how the hell you believe this. Get back to the team on the field. You think they're going to win tomorrow? You think? I think they have a chance to win tomorrow, yes. I would say uh, whatever the money line is, maybe put 20 bucks on it. They got Trent Brown back. They paid him, finally. He showed up in a big way. That seemed to make a difference. They have the best third tight end in football in Pharaoh Brown. Oh, shoot me in the head. They have Bourne, who's pretty good. 
Mac threw to him in that one situation, like one on one with Sauce, which I don't. He tried to force it, and they've tried to force it to Juju a couple times. It's not working. So they definitely are not totally clicking, but they're they do have potential. Would it surprise you if they take off at some point, and the offense puts together a couple thirty point games? I would be shocked. You would. Yes. Why? Because the offensive line is not good enough to give Mac the protection he would need, and the running game to get the running game established in that way. Even with Trent back. Yeah, because Cole Strange, I, I think, is out tomorrow. You know, and even last week, he was not that good. Got a holding penalty. He's been benched a few times. Yeah, he, I mean, what an awful... I bet <laughs> Bill Belichick's <laughs> turned around his drafting. I mean, my goodness. Christian Six- Gonzalez <laughs> falls in your lap. God bless you. Great pick. But other than that... <clears throat> well, like 603 Texter um, said, Mac would be great if he has a true number one receiver. Somebody else had said, uh, trade for Jerry Judy. You don't see a lot of trades at the deadline in the NFL, but there are some. But more so than receiver, I think you're right. They're, they're, if they could trade for a tackle at the deadline, that would be as impactful. Do you think Bill really believed what he said to me down at Gillette Stadium? I think he did. I think that's the bizarre part. O-line, for some reason, they feel like they can coach guys up. I mean, they have a Vidarian Lowe starting at right tackle. But That's like Bill's dream. But how do you then believe in Bill? I, I, I honestly, I, I don't understand that. Bill because clearly it's twenty re- years of questioning this stuff, and then he always figures out a way to win despite this stuff. Well, he hasn't. Okay, well they did. I know you want to give all the praise to Brady, but he had guys that actually well, played well. Why do you think the offensive line? Not just line, Brady making them look good. Why do you think the offensive line was always good? Dante Skarniecki was their coach. Is he a pretty good offensive line coach? Very good coach. Okay, how did the offensive line look when Matt Patricia was the coach of it? <laughs> Again, back to the other extreme. Well, I mean, but Bill doesn't get that. Yeah, I guess. I mean, he must get that though. I think he. I think he understands Patricia was in over his head. Like he also so- saw Dave DeGluglia. Uh, I forget how they won, they won the Super Bowl with, with Googs there in twenty sixteen or twenty fourteen. They won a Super Bowl with DeGuglielmo. Was he on the? He was the line coach in fourteen. Yep. This is what makes you guys great. He's a battle. Is he BC now? Where is he? Uh, no, I think he's Rivers' offensive line. <laughs> Uh, anyway, but besides the point, they have some holes, but they do have something. Don't you agree there's something there with the offense? It's got some potential. More so than last year where we kind of knew it was dead. This is why I hate doing the show with you at times because you extrapolate nonsense and you make me sound like I hate things that I don't hate. The Patriots offense feels like something because we're comparing it to a year where it was a disaster. I don't want to compare it to last year. But that's how we... That's I want to just look at it this it's year. It's like, remember when we saw Mac in the preseason? When, when Cam was in his second year, and it was like this revelation. The stands were going crazy. It was like, wow, he's not throwing bounce passes. He's amazing. <laughs> That's sort of what we have now with the offense. It, they have a coherent coach who understands scheme, who right. developed things. I right. mean, that Farrell Brown touchdown. Great play design. Was something they had set up three different plays where they had the yep. three tight ends set. They waited the for play it. action. The Jets fell for the play action. They throw the touchdown. That- they found the blueprint, the three I- tight end offense. <laughs> and he skips it along the turf. Oh, don't go back to those days. God, it's PTSD. <laughs> but how could you trust the guy that trusted Cam Newton for a full season and Matt Patricia and Joe Judge for another full season? In fact, like you can't, can we just not bring up the last year? Don't bring up Patricia. That or, should be and banned. Don't bring up Mac being dirty because nobody talked about don't it. Don't bring up Mac last year and his treatment by Bill. Bill, Bill did him dirty last year. We're moving on. Right, it's like yesterday you brought up the Danielle Murr COVID reports. It gave me PTSD. Don't bring that up again. Oh, I don't want to go back to those days. I don't want to hear Cam Newton skipping the football. All right, progress. So, yes, looking forward. Looking forward, um, 
I, I Hunter Henry good. Hunter Henry good. Money well spent in free Gusecki, agency. Eh. Devontae Parker, top ten receiver, kind of a swing <laughs> and a miss by you. <laughs> top ten on this team. Top ten. He's probably not even top one thousand. He's not putting it together yet. Juju, definitely. I got to tell you, you know what? The Dolphin, Dolphins miss Gasecki and Parker right now. Do you think they would trade for Jerry Judy? Is that something Bill would even consider? No shot. Why not? Because it helps Mac. Let's oh, <laughs> see. Again. So, I, I mean, I can't argue with this. If you think that's actually still happening, then I guess that's your opinion. So, well, so you really think he is so down on Mac. If you're Mac Jones. He will not help him. And you see Vidari in something, and it's not <laughs> what you think it is. It's your right tackle. I, I, don't you think your co- your coach is trying to sabotage you? I guess, but the price if the price comes down enough, and Bill O'Brien goes in his office and says, "Look, Bill, we just need Judy. He's cheap. He's an Alabama guy. He and Mac had something. They can yeah. have it again." Yeah. The last thing Bill Belichick is going to do is bring in an Alabama guy when Mac was going to Alabama for help <laughs> last year. Yeah, you actually make a fair point there. All right, 617-779-7937. Judge Judy, maybe. Pats and uh, uh, Cowboys talk. I do also, can I give a little uh, Shohei Otani discussion? I think we talked about this again la- last week, but it's got more legs. Shohei? The Red Sox are in on Shohei. I mean legitimately in. I think they're going to sign the guy. I would like to make you another bet. I would like double it up in Jacoby. And you know what? I'm going to go all in right now. Screw the screw the Eagles. Chiefs, Lions, Super Bowl. Dan Campbell biting kneecaps. (laughs) That would be something. I love it. All right, Joe Braverman here with What's Trending. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Yeah, he is dirty. (laughs) What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? He's a dirty player. You saw all the highlights. He is a dirty, dirty dog. He is. At this point, you got to lean into it. You got to go bad boy Pistons because you. I can't sit here. There's several dirty players. The guy's a dirty player, coach. Do I think anyone's going to do anything about it? No. Do I think the Cowboys are going to be like, I'm mad about Eli Apple? No. I think that he needs that little edge and he needs to embrace it. Stop trying to be a Boy Scout Alabama Mac. Or maybe wow. Alabama Mac is the, is the branding. I'm not sure. Either way, he's a dirty guy. Who was that? Who the hell was that? Uh, I think that was tongue in cheek. Maybe Kevin Wilds is on the uh, Nick Wright show, and he's Who? a Boston. Oh my god! He's a Boston fan. I think he was being. Um, that was not something I grabbed, but uh, he is a. Uh, he's a. He's one of the guys on that show. He's right, actually. Fox talking know this? heads are banned for the rest of the show, Joe. No want to know f- a fun fact about Kevin Wilds? Yes. His sister. Uh, his sister is Willie Geis. No, his sister-in-law is Willie Geis' brother or sister. 
He's related to Willie Geist, the uh, NBC Today Show Sunday host. Okay, well, there you go. Very exciting. That's worth playing it. Ken Laird here. I'm Willie Geist. Willie Geist over there. Ken and Curtis show up until noon, Fitzy and Hart at that time. You just got triggered by a text um, before we get to the calls and show. Hey, let me. I hate triggered as a word. Okay. It's way overused. <clears throat> it's probably exaggerated. You really weren't triggered. You were just uh, disgusted. I was. I was. Um, <clears throat> I'm fed up. With people. Let me step over these Ken is brilliant texts like that one. <laughs> yes, Judy, Ken is brilliant. Um, as for 617 texture, as far as Bill's drafting, let's not forget Belichick moved down in the draft so the Jets could get that big offensive alignment to protect Aaron Rodgers. Jets could have used him on the first drive of the season. Pats get a stud corner. Jets lose out on their master plan of Rodgers taking them to the Super Bowl. Bill wins again. Now that actually has some merit to it. Now why does that upset you or bother you? Or trouble you. Because the chess and checkers thing has been done for three years. Did they nail Gonzalez? Okay, you asked me my opinion. I'm sharing it with you. You okay, interrupt okay, and ask about Gonzalez. Go ahead. That was the first round pick. Okay. So, because Jim Irsay, like got Andrew Luck, does that mean he's brilliant? <laughs> Jim Irsay is brilliant okay. in his own way. That's right. He is certainly brilliant. Um, but the notion that Bill Belichick is playing chess and everybody else is playing checkers has been dispelled for years now. If you still subscribe to that, may God have mercy on your soul. 300 wins tomorrow. You asked Bill about that uh, early in the week. Yep. Nice job by you. He didn't want to engage on that. That's regular season wins. He's already hit 300 in the uh, postseason category. Right. Combined. Oh, okay. I never know which list to go through. Who the hell knows? But the third guy to ever do it, if he gets there tomorrow, would be a signature win. Job uh, preview, job interview of sorts in front of Jerry Jones. Now, if you want to goes... do some Bill talk that's interesting to you and me, it's the soliloquy he gave when asked about Jerry Jones this week, which was Ooh, shocking. I didn't even hear this. You didn't? Oh, no. Uh, it was one of his media veils. Yeah, so at GHS Daily, uh, he's, he spoke, Ken. When I tell you I will not do this justice, he's waxed poetic about how Jerry Jones and the Cowboys with Stephen Jones are always in contention. They're brilliant people minds. They're NFL royalty. They're, wow. It was I, I, it was my lead yesterday. Jackson played the wrong cut, and then we found the right <laughs> cut. But it was a little too little too late. But uh, uh, Well, before you get to that, okay. let's get Tim and Lowell. Hi, Tim. Tim. Hi, how you doing, guys? Good we're, morning. We're good. Good morning. How are you? Good. You know what? It aggravates me when I hear people just dumping all over Mac Jones over this so-called hitting below the belt. I, the New York Post, in the very day that story broke, showed a close-up photo of that play, and they show Sauce Gardner tapping Mac Jones by the helmet with his hands and finger inside his helmet, pulling the face mask sideways in that pile. So if Mac Jones, and you can look it up, it was it was right in the New York Post sports section the day that story broke. If Mac Jones was going to get fined, what should he be fined? Because there should have been a flag on the plate for him grabbing him inside his helmet. It, it, it's far more dangerous to do that than, than get hit in, in the cop by somebody. <laughs> you know, far more dangerous to twist somebody's helmet where you could break their neck. It's just amazing to me. Nobody mentions that. But he should be fined. Yeah, well, I mean, neither are going to be fine. Nee, 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 nee. Oh, you're right, Tim. That's absolutely right. Get spun down. Mac <laughs> didn't he didn't start it. He responded. And Brady would have done the same thing. You don't think Brady would have got up in the guy's face and stared him down? Right. And I think if this is Patrick Mahomes, the conversation is not being had. 
what, everybody would have jumped in and started pummeling Sauce Gardner? No, there's certain people, when you reach the level of Mahomes or Brady, where, you know, you get... Brady had one of the dirtiest hits you'll see against the Cowboys late in that playoff game when he threw an interception. It was mm-hmm. pathetic. I mean, nobody says Brady is that's beneath Tom. I mean, he's certainly gotten lost his cool, gotten in the face of, of opposing players or Bill O'Brien at different times. But, you know, I, there's a certain uh, cachet you develop over time. And unfortunately for Mac, this is it's similar to our reaction whenever there would be an incident where people would refer to Boston as racist. And our reaction actually propelled the conversation further regarding the city's, quote, inability to deal with it. I don't agree with a lot of the people that call Boston racist. I think Boston gets an absolute uh, – Boston gets treated to a far different standard than any other city in America. And the people that are currently being held to that standard had nothing to do with why the standard even existed in the first place. It's not fair. I get it. But – Mac has this now. So the reason I bring up the national conversation on it is because everybody outside this cocoon that we love where we are judges him harshly. And so whether that's going to, um, I don't know whether it was Greg Bedard, somebody this week said this could manifest in a dirty hit on a Patriot player. Where would they then lash out at, at Mac for being the one that set them up for this? Or will Mac get injured in a play where because somebody puts a little extra mustard on a hit on him? Mm-hmm. I don't think Mac was dirty in what he did. I don't. I think it's much ado about nothing by a guy in Sauce Gardner that didn't have a good game, that lost to the Patriots, another lost season. They're mad. So they lash out. They look outward instead of inward. Well said. But for me, and what the people are talking about are two different things. I would love a world where I was always right. That doesn't exist. The rest of the country views Mac as a dirty player. That's the reason I brought this up, because it's interesting to hear how the rest of the world consumes this. And in the past... When the rest of the world unified in an attack against the Patriots quarterback, star player, or coach, the team uniformly galvanized behind that player or coach. And in this week, you had the biggest leader on the team, in my view, outside of maybe Matthew Slater and David Andrews, say, ask Mac about that. You had Devin McCourty, who was the biggest leader on the team, on the Greg Hill Show say he needs to stop being around things like that. If that's, that's not an offense if you're Mac Jones. And you hear, if you hear that, you don't say, oh, thank you, Devin, you had my back. Correct? Yeah, but I don't I don't expect Devin to have a loyalty to Mac. They played two years, they didn't win anything. But Devin is a statesman yeah. from He's you gotta admit, he's done a good job of not being a Patriot statesman. He'll go out he'll, um, beyond this issue. He'll be critical when critical I, is warranted. I don't I say that as a compliment. Excellent analyst. Excellent guest. But, but I say that Devin McCourty is a, a guy who has a reputation beyond repro- reproach. And if he stood up there and said, I know Mac Jones, he's not dirty. He's a good guy, all that. Yeah, I'll give you that. He didn't. You know, he, he certainly didn't say. He could have said Sauce Gardner needs to stop bitching about other players' quarterbacks, other teams' quarterbacks, and start winning some games if you're really the defensive player of the year. I mean, you could have said any number of things. Twelve other guys laying on top of us after the quarterbacks thing, so I didn't really see anything. Um, yeah, so um, you could ask Mac about that. I mean, you could ask Mac about that. I Somehow, I think if Tom Brady was in the middle of this, and they asked David Andrews. I don't think he said, go ask Tom Brady about that. <clears throat> well, let's get back to Bill and Jerry Jones, because I do think, now we had our guy Brian Brodus on. Who could forget? Who could forget that spot? Right when Zeke, the Zeke rumors were flying. <clears throat> he and did not love the Zeke move, by the way. He did not love Zeke. But I got to tell you, Zeke looked good last week. He looked useful. They're using him as a third down pass protector. He's good at that. He can't catch, but he's good at that. Maybe no explosion. 
Better than Ramondre Stevenson so far, for whatever reason. Anyway, revenge What happened game. to Ramondre Stevenson? Oh, disaster. Did you so see far. Austin Powers? Yeah, Somebody took his mojo. We need to get it back. <laughs> I agree. I agree with that. <laughs> Probably Mac. I mean, Mac's done everything wrong. Um, <laughs> you are deranged. <laughs> well, you're on Mac Island. You just said you, the way you spoke was a Mac Island guy. I I, I apologize. Are, are your headphones working? Yes. For the thirtieth time, I don't think what Mac did was dirty. Okay. I'm reacting to what the reality that exists outside of the studio is. Do you understand that? Okay. So what do you want to see this weekend on the field? People like rally around Mac. They have a no big huddle around. I, everything him. was always leading up to it. You covered the Steelers with the Anthony Smith guarantee. No, they hated that. Steelers teammates ripped him in the moment. No, but I'm talking about the Patriots' reaction. They literally set oh, yeah. up the game plan to embarrass him. Yes, definitely. They wanted to emasculate a guy that dared to question a Patriot. Right. Yeah, baby. Again, that's player on player. You're talking about media. Reactions. Sauce Gardner's a player, and he was questioning Mac Jones. <clears throat> yeah, I guess. Maybe maybe you'll see that in the re- rematch with the, the Jets. Okay. Maybe they'll go at him then. Sounds good. But, Bill, if things divorce here with Kraft, you asked the question, you tried to sneak this one in this week, Bill, would you ever coach from the team? Got shut down on that one. Um, I know. I should have, try I should have asked him what, it, what he thought about the Brockton quarterback. <sighs> Don't. Get offended, I'm just saying. You tried to slide it in, it went nowhere. It's fine. He wasn't going to answer that one. Okay. But you and I both believe, and Brian Brodus, who joined us, Cowboys writer, insider, that Jerry Jones would love Bill Belichick there at some point. Correct. And we both agree Mike McCarthy's a boob. Pittsburgh guy, though he is. I don't know about you, Oscar. Some people like boobs. And that is a, an advantage Patriots coaching tomorrow, yes? A tangible edge oh coaching checkbox. I, I, Joe Judge is an advantage over Mike McCarthy. Joe Judge checkbox. <laughs> so, Bill... Could be on display for Cowboys fans, for Jerry Jones, and others tomorrow. Could could Mike McCarthy coach the most number of seasons with an all-pro or Pro Bowl quarterback with the fewest number of playoff wins? Yeah. I mean, I guess he won the one. you got to give him one. But here's what Bill said. I haven't even heard this yet. This is what uh, Bill said about Jerry Jones. Go ahead. Obviously a really good football team. Um, you know, they've been good for quite a while. And, um, you know, it's like made a few few adjustments the last year but uh, this isn't the one this is the wrong you know. there's another one where he's asked by mike reese about um the cowboys and their greatness and he goes on and on and on that was the one that jackson played yesterday oh that was that that was the false start <laughs> times too i mean i have a ton of respect for uh, jerry and steven and the way they run the organization down there i mean they've had decades of success um you know they're really the team of the 90s you know with jimmy and then um you know, they've been good. They've been competitive every year. I mean, obviously more than competitive. Um, they've had, you know, a lot of great players down there. You know, Tony had a, a great run, you know, couldn't, you know. But, I mean, you know, those are great years there with Tony and Coach Parcells when we played them here in the early 2000s. Um, but, I mean, I always keep an eye on them, just the way they do things. Uh, they've, they've gotten a lot of players that um, – you know, they've gotten a lot of production from that I'd say aren't like big name players, you know, free agents and, you know, guys that they dig out down there. I think their scouting staff does a good job. They're very experienced. Um, almost all their scouts have been with the page, or with the Cowboys their entire career. So they, you know, they home grow them and they learn their system and um, I think they've managed their personnel, you know, really well. You know, Steven kind of runs that with their personnel department, but I mean, that's, you know, very consistent organization. I mean, they show up every week, every year and pretty good. So I have a ton of respect for them. Definitely watch what they do and how they do it and, you know, try to learn from it. 
Wow. Now that is something. That is a great clip. Great pull by you. I'm going to praise you on the group text about that. No, please don't. About finding that I, I've created it. I've done. I've created one without you after last weekend. So. Because that is just delusion. I mean, yes, the Cowboys had a great run in the '90s. Since they've won four playoff games since 1996. Parcells went there and died. Like he didn't. He didn't win a playoff game. Do McCarthy's you, won more playoff games than Parcells did there. Could you picture Bill Belichick next to Stephen jo- or uh, Jerry Jones's <laughs> grandkid telling him who to draft? I mean, it's I wild. Could. I actually could. But it makes too much sense. It makes too much sense. Doesn't that, it? That is how it's going to end. It has to. Bill is going to end up a Cowboys coach. He's not. I mean, it, I we said this with Brian Brodus, who, I mean, we've talked about so many times. <laughs> Nobody has an idea who I've he is. I've never heard it's of fine. him until then. I couldn't pick him out of a lineup. But Dallas is so thirsty for anything that they think will bring them back to the glory days. Jerry Jones right. wants to win again before he's done. He still thinks Jimmy Johnson gets too much of the credit for the three that he won in the 90s, even if Switzer won one of those three. But that's sort of going against the damn act together. No, it's not because... Wouldn't Bill take his shine? No, because in, now Jerry just needs another win. He just wants another Super Bowl, however he can. And you bring in Belichick, you trade and a couple first-round picks. Oh, my God. And, you, and he would get credit for, like, pulling him there. It'd be like, oh, Jerry pulled it off. And what better way to get retaliation against the crafts than to go and pr- go and love the people that they are most most compared to? Yeah. I want me some glory, ho. Oh, well, that might be <laughs> different, but um... But, like, just to hear Bill talk about the winning and the consistency, where? They're consistently Have you second ever heard that? that? That is amazing. I mean, it, it literally was a, a job application. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is tomorrow, too. Which makes me think Bill has a good game plan. He's putting in extra hours. But wouldn't he be helping out Jerry if he didn't? Uh, well, not really. I mean, you got to win this one. Short-term pain for the Cowboys okay. for long-term gain. Oh, actually, win-win. Patriots win. More likely to fire Mike McCarthy. Yeah, exactly. Well, he's going to get whacked. Well, he did He did beat Brady, right? He Ironically, didn't. he took Brady out. That game, by the way, Dak Prescott's performance in that playoff game was top 10 I've ever seen. He, Dak is so erratic. He's so good sometimes. I watched and then the fourth awful. quarter of that game last week against the Cardinals. The interception he threw in the end zone. Oh, p- pitiful. Awful. Yeah. Like, I don't get it with him. And he got paid, too. Is yep. he due at the end of this year? It was like a four-year 160. We'll check on that. Speaking of getting paid, we'll take your calls on this. 617-779-7937. Do you think Bill could end up in Dallas? I, I mean, that clip is amazing. It is. It, that stops you in your tracks. <laughs> it really it really does. And the... And the Pep in his step, so to speak, when speaking of it. It was the tone. Right. It was like talking about Taylor Swift. Right. It was like asking about Lawrence Taylor. But I did tease Shohei. Could I just go back to the Shohei stuff real quick? Yeah, and I have a uh, uh, developing opinion on the Red Sox manager. Ooh. Ooh, I like that. I thought that's a done deal. Cora, The way Cora talked this week, he said, basically, point out, he's going to be back. It should not be. Gabe Kapler. The only thing Cora cares about is how people talk about him. <laughs> He is way too sensitive about that. And the way this team has played down the stretch, for Core to be all happy that he won some power struggle, it is pathetic. They've been 7 or 8 and 20-something since the start of August. Isn't it the manager's job to... Well, they've tanked. They have quit. But why is that? And why Why does Core only get credit for wins and no, no blame for losses? No, you're right. Well, they won last night. Oof. Good old Nick Pavetta. Big one. Baby Pedro. Who you started the year with the big showdown about the rules changes. Pavetta is there at the end. Right. Bradford's favorite moment. As it was in the beginning. But... So Jeff Passan from ESPN listed the Red Sox among several teams that he thinks are, quote, actually going to be in it for Otani, end quote. Said that to the Baseball is Dead podcast. Clickbait. I don't think so. I am telling you, I am what I'm hearing, and you know I, my sources are limited, but 
but they are, you know, I have, this is intangibles. This is just chatter. There is a legitimate, definite possibility the Red Sox will sign Shohei Otani. I think it could happen. I think it will happen. This is right up John Henry's alley. This is right up Tom Werner's alley as a TV guy. Yep, they want TV people to markets. think they're in on him. That's the Red Sox are leading the league and nope. close misses. I'm telling you, they are going to get this done. And they're going to bring him in. And, and USA they... got a point. Oh, good. Within in the Ryder six. Cup? Yeah, look out, British. What's, what's the score? Uh, nine and a half to three and a half. Okay, keep us updated on that. I'm serious. People do care about that. I will. If they sign Otani, and what's bizarre is now, some people are saying he doesn't fit. Like, Merloni is out on him. He wants him to sign the pitcher, Yamamoto, and not Shohei because he's a DH. They have too many. He's a lefty. Huh. He's not going to pitch for a year. Wasted money. But if they bring him in, it's still an if. Does it change everything? Would you then say it's all turned around? They're back. If they brought in Shohei? Shohei. Of course. Because I think they, they feel like in one fell swoop, they address hitting and obviously down the road pitching. They address jersey sales. They address the Japanese market. They address... Let's address this next. Okay. I mean, I guess. But what's more to address? Just do you think it's going to happen or not? Well, if you're a Sox fan, what do you expect? What do you want to see happen this offseason? And do you put any of the blame of, the, of this season's failure on the manager? Or is that totally passe? All right. Belichick to the Cowboys. And then your thoughts on the Red Sox manager. Core to the Yankees. God, don't say that. <laughs> Aaron Boone here? Yeah. <laughs> Booty. All right. This is Kenny Curtis Show. He's the greatest player in baseball in my lifetime and you know whatever whatever uh, compensation he receives is going to be worth it because he's just such a dynamic presence obviously as a pitcher as a hitter and you know will he set the market i'm sure he'll get more than any other player but but he deserves a lot of money because he's a, a global star you know the ratings for the uh, world baseball classic in in uh, japan as a country it was higher per per capita than the Super Bowl in, yeah. the, in America. I mean, the, the World Baseball Classic exceeded all expectations, but in Japan they were getting 50 ratings for quarterfinal games. Tom Warner, before the year began with Gresham Fourier over at Fenway Park, where we've closed down the Ford Clubhouse studio, brought to you by your New England Ford dealers, celebrating Truck Month. Defeat any task with the capability and technology of Ford F-Series America's in-stock investment truck for 46 straight years. So Warner loves the TV stuff, loves that global market, the global icon. Well, how how is the um, the ratings on Nesson? Why, why doesn't he worry about that more than he does the Japanese ratings for the World Baseball Classic? Well, this helps both. And you get both of the signature players of that event with Yoshida and Otani. And let me just together. say this. The conclusion press conference, the, that'll be Monday. Yep after another last-place finish three out of four years for the Red Sox, is going to be Cora and Sam Kennedy. Warner and Henry should be there. That is not up to Kennedy to answer those questions. It's not his decision. It's not his team. He don't should, he don't can, disagree, but... Wick Grosbeck, yeah. Brad Stevens, Joe Mazzula. That was the dais after the Celtics season ended. Right, but this is par for the course for Henry and Warner. They defer. They, they'll appear after signings. Sometimes in spring training. Uh, John Henry appeared after they won the ALDS a couple years ago. He was on the field at Fenway. That's true. After wins. He was there this with the Penguins a, uh, in the World Baseball Classic. I this, mean, the World Baseball Classic. This the is Sam classic. mopping up another loss. Yep. Um, there are going to be some changes. Now, quickly, what do you think about the manager? You tease this. You don't think Cora should be back? Well, I don't think he should be absolved from blame. I, I don't understand how he's above all the criticism. 
in my entire lifetime, no position was more widely criticized than the Red Sox manager. Okay, but looking yeah. back on the year, what was the biggest uh, reason for their failure? Uh, they were not a well-put-together baseball team. Okay, or some would point to inactivity at the deadline. Yeah, I mean, I guess, but... And certainly Cora would. But so... And his players do. But isn't that a slight on Cora? That the manager's job is to get people together even when things aren't going their way. That's what separates a good man. Like when, what's Francona's, Francona's greatest moment? Being down three games to none and winning four straight. Adversity hits. The world thinks you're done. Why haven't they done well in September here with adversity hitting? Well, I mean, look at the way they played after deadlines. It's been that they've been given an opportunity for an excuse, and they've taken full advantage of it. They certainly have. It's not been a good year for Cora, no doubt about that. Well, Defensively, about, they've been a mess. I mean, let's just be real. After the the greatest season in Red Sox history, the cheating scandal, and three out of four last place finishes. I mean... Yeah, but two wins away from a World Series. I believe he's a good two, manager. I believe they should have some consistency there. I will say, though, it is weird to hire another GM and be handed a manager without a decision over who this is what happens another example of the broaden portfolio damaging the red sox fans hopes because alex cora was a lone member cheered in springfield at the winter weekend everybody else was booed off the stage right they view him as the guy they can't get rid of because he's their one guy he's the face of the organization he is people think it's devers it's alex cora well it's soon to be shohei all right and they're bringing him in they're going to bring in a 40 home run guy at the age of 28 and give him a 10-year mega deal because, back to the portfolio, this is where the portfolio helps in the Shohei chase. They would love him to have Crosby and Liverpool players and LeBron James by his side, a little dais there, a little New Balance dais. Right. I, I love conference. how the owner of New Balance is going to get Shohei to Jim, Jim Davis, save us now. I mean, hey, God bless him. I think it could happen. Hopefully and, he buys the team. And you think it'll be um, like a blockbuster? People will forget Mookie. Because that's another element to it. Okay, Mookie, Ken, Bogarts, Ken. but we got Shohei. The you only, can always say, but we got Shohei. The only way Patriots fans forget about Brady winning elsewhere is when they win again. The yeah. only way people here forget about the Mookie deal is when the Red Sox win again after Mookie. Well, signing Shohei would help. But if they win it all, that's the all The jersey sales. My God, the lucrative jersey sales. on Who cares about jersey shit sales? They do. You don't think as a business owner they do? They but doesn't do? every team get jersey sales if they sign them? Oh yeah, but they Red Sox have not, who who who's the marquee player in this team that has sold jerseys this year? They don't have one. Okay, but I great. I, the, so the, who cares about it? They care about it. Okay. It's going to help them. Sign, it's going to lead to them signing. I, I, I know it's John like Henry's trying thing. to fuel his uh, his Tesla, so I'm sure we'll help him in that way. Okay, but I'm just saying it's good news if you're a Red Sox fan. That jersey sales will go up. Yes, because that's what they envision they'll go up, and that's the reason they're going to go out and because okay. jersey sales totally contribute to how a team can win. Of course. Okay, you're missing my point. Braverman for the win. God, Braverman. Jeez. Another meeting in my office. Monday. <laughs> Let's go to Stu in the car. Hello, Stu. Hello, Stu. Goodbye, Stu. Let's go to John and Melrose. Hello, John. Johnny. Okay. Let's go to Danny and Quincy. <laughs> oh, Jesus. What a three, Sorry about what a three banger on the phones there. God. Sorry about that, Ken. Sorry about that. It's fine. It's fine. Um, Good morning, Danny. How are you? I'm hanging in there. I'm hanging in there, Ken. Uh, the Mac Jones, uh, but you know, you know, earlier the guy from Framingham, what's his name, Mitch? He 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 wanted. He came after me, but he wants everybody. 
who's a Patriots fan, to look up to the Dallas Cowboys as the bastion of NFL purity? <laughs> really? They won their last championship in 96. They got, their halftime uh, adjustments consisted of doing eight balls off of uh, gold frame mirrors by Jerry, uh, supplied by Jerry Jones. Yeah. The most corrupt organization in the history of the NFL have been the Dallas Cowboys. On the field, they're a bunch of choke artists. That's the team I'm supposed to look up to there, Mitchie boy, and Framingham? Well, it's really? A, well, it's actually the team that your head coach looks up to. Well, well, every time Belichick says something good about a team before a game, you know he means just the opposite. He said good things about the Jets last week, and you know how he feels about the Jets. Danny, Danny, if you think that that was in any way in line with any time Bill Belichick has ever spoken about another organization, we're listening to two things. Ken Laird, would you like to weigh in on that? No. You don't don't agree with me? Go ahead, Danny. Belichick always praises the opposition. Hey, Whoever's coming up on the schedule, Ken, help me out here. he always says good things about him. Ken, How is that different? He's always done that. Ken, it Ken. Was, it was, I love that soundbite. It was remarkable, Danny. That was gushing. That yeah. was a guy who's he's keeping his options open, if nothing else. Right. Okay. And look, at Matt, Matt, the only thing I care, let's go to the Matt Jones. By the okay. way, Ken, I just want to side. Do you find it unusual that Curtis was reveling in the fact that Tampa Bay started 2-0? A guy who said they sucked before Brady got there. They su- they will suck after they leave. Curtis, why were you so happy that they were two and zero? Oh, good point, Danny. Sneaky, good Danny, point. I love how facts are I just, so I'm difficult. Just I'm answering I just the question. Had to clean that up. I had a, I had a square this equation. <laughs> hey, Danny. Curtis. Danny, the Patriots had a four year head start on the quote rebuild post Brady. The Bucks, the immediate year after Brady left, were two and zero. All I was told about was the reset, the cap ramifications. Bill Belichick, to my face, said that the Bucks screwed themselves with the cap like the Rams did and that there are certain ways teams do it, yet the Patriots just had three years where they were mediocre at best and the Bucks were already 2-0. and Does that make sense to you? It makes sense, but it's a different argument. Well, you, you just you asked why I was Bucks, reveling in it. I just said, explained to it. You don't like the explanation. No, you, you said before Tom Brady got there, the Bucks sucked as a team. They did. They didn't have any talent. They did. They have a they had a foundation of a talent. They hadn't team, won a playoff game in fifteen years, Danny. Danny, they hadn't they won a playoff game won. in fifteen years. Oh my God! After Brady left, you said they were going to go back to being the sucking ears. That's you true. Said you that. did. I literally That's never said that. I, I never have used the phrase "sucking ear" in my ears, life. But it's you such said a horrible, dumb suck. joke. <laughs> yeah, you said they were going to suck. Hey, Danny, how do you think about Danny? Danny, it's not your show. It's his time, Danny. What do you think about where the Patriots are four years after the divorce? The floor is yours. Okay, well, I'll answer that question. I find it rich that Bill O'Brien finally did the first play action he implemented in the offense. They scored a touchdown on last week. And you were talking about how people were reveling in Matt Jones, not throwing the ball on the ground, a la Cam Newton, and that's that's where we've come. You're reveling in the fact that they scored a freaking touchdown off a of play action, which is the bread and butter of the uh, the NFL. <laughs> a team that's gone without play action in the last four freaking years, including Josh McDaniels. And you're reveling over it. Bill O'Brien's offense doesn't look any different. It doesn't look any different than what we had with the Here's what I would say, Danny. The only reason I would say... It doesn't look any different. You're making a lot of good points. I want to just jump in here quickly. I would say it's difficult to have your quarterback under center when you have such limited faith in the offensive line. Both interceptions this year came with a clean pocket. 
There were bad decisions. Oh, I don't and disagree. I don't the horrible throw to Devontae Parker. Awful throw. I have a thing against the media who will defend the guy no matter what. And you said that you had the same angst against <laughs> excuse-making for everything that goes on in front of Matt Jones. You said it earlier in the season, off-season. I, I am in the same camp as you. It's not about the player. It's about the media, how they'll just circle the wagons no matter what happens in the game. All right, we got to go. I'm up against it. Thank you, Danny. Good points. We'll react I don't understand to that. the points. What was the point of that? Oh, that the media is the... supporting Mac and not giving him any part of the blame. Do you get the sense of that? Uh, I'll address that next. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.